picking out the colors you want to use in your business can be an incredibly personal experience. I mean, you're choosing how you want people to see your business, how they feel when they come to your website or view your social media, and you're expressing something about your unique business and your own personality. Choosing colors, however, can't just be about what you think looks good. Did you know that the colors you choose can actually exclude customers from interacting with your business altogether? One of the easiest ways to make your digital presence more accessible is to be mindful of the colors you're using, especially on your website. Given that one in four adults live with some kind of disability, you have to be mindful that your website and everything you create online can be used by literally everyone. And yes, that means even the colors you choose to use in your business. You're listening to the Captain Coder podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Van Skyver, aka Captain Coder. Here's the thing. Not all colors are fully visible to those with colorblindness, especially. I want you to think about this for just a moment. Depending on the colors you choose for your website and your brand altogether, you might be creating a website that someone can't even read. That's pretty much the opposite of what you want, right? Web accessibility covers a variety of topics, and if you want to go to my guide, that's linked in today's show notes. But one of the first decisions you can make in your business that allows you to be more accessible is color. Now, before you settle on your brand colors, and especially any color combinations you want to use, you want to check Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, or WCAG, to ensure you're following recommendations for accessibility. Okay, yes, this is getting technical, and I know that. So what do you need to know as a business owner who, say, uses Canva to create a lot of your social media content? you need to pay attention to color contrast. Now this is basically the contrast that your font color has against the background color you're using. So for instance, black on white, or say you have white text on a green background, depending on the shade of green, that might not be a high enough contrast and visible enough to somebody who might have problems. But when you're following WCAG guidelines for color contrast, you're ensuring that someone who is colorblind or visually impaired can still read your content. So what happens when that contrast isn't high enough? All that copy you wrote that is great might not be legible at all. Now, I want you to stop and think for just a second. You have probably come across these on Instagram yourself. This is where I see this most often. Somebody's designed this beautiful Instagram graphic. Um, but you can't actually read it because the font kind of blends into the background color that they've used. What happens when you do things like this is you've excluded a potential customer from working with you. Now, this is a pretty solvable problem too. It is really easy to check your color and your color combinations with WebAIM's free contrast checker tool. I'm gonna to link that in today's show notes. So just keep that in mind as we go through these do's and don'ts with web accessibility and color. Now when it comes to using color, 
especially on your website, it is not all about contrast, although that's an important one. So here are five do's and don'ts you want to follow when creating content for your website, your social media, emails, ads, basically anything where you're using your brand colors. The first one, this one's going to hurt the most. Um, You should never choose how something looks over whether or not it's accessible. So you don't want to let design get in the way of accessibility. Listen, there are ways to design beautiful content that is still accessible. And obviously this comes with some caveats. If you look at some of the most accessible websites, they are kind of ugly. But the key here is you don't want to choose to do something wildly inaccessible just because it looks nicer. You'd be surprised how often I argue this case with designers I work with. And it can be designers who know about these things and they still struggle because they're like, but this just looks so much better. And the answer is yes, usually it does. But when you're cutting somebody off, it's uh, it's not great. So you want to always be sure you're focusing on providing a good, legible experience with all the content you're creating. Now, if it's pretty, but not accessible, well, you might be cutting out a huge portion of your target market. So you're not going to reach a lot of people anyway, and the prettiness doesn't really offset that cost. Now, our second one, you don't want to use low contrast text. Now, Of course, this falls in with our previous discussion on color contrast, but you always want to avoid low contrast text. That means when the color that your words are written in does not stand out enough, you can cause eye strain on even those with the best vision. Low contrast can also just be impossible to read. Okay, personally, I have astigmatism and um, both my eyes are about minus 3.25 nearsighted or farsighted, whichever one, I can't see far away. I never remember which one that is. Um, I wear contacts to correct my vision or glasses depending on the day. I still can't read a lot of what I see, especially on Instagram or when people get really carried away with their designs on websites. So I provided an example. If you want to go to today's show notes and go to today's episode, um, I provided an example from Google Google's material design, say that five times fast, in a great visual so you can see how low contrast text affects legibility. The basic thing here to remember is that When you have a really low contrast text, it's going to blend into the background and be incredibly hard to read, um, which this graphic shows you. But when you have a higher contrast, it becomes really easy to read. It's very legible. And the most important thing is people don't have to work to try to understand what you're saying. But more than that, somebody who has visual impairments of some kind or other are still able to engage with your content. Now this next one, um, this is a trap that a lot of designers fall into, especially with websites, but you can't use color alone to provide important information to your user. So think about links. When you have a link somewhere in your text, you don't want it to be just indicated by a different color. That color difference may not be perceivable. It might look like the same color to them, um, to everyone, and they'll miss that there's a link there. So how you fix this is you might want to add something else to show that there's an important thing that they need to pay attention to. In the case of links, um, 
You can use underlines, bolded text, maybe change things on hover to make it really clear that this is something they can click on. For instance, on my own website, I have my links not only appear in my branded blue color, the rest of it is in black, um, but they're also bold, so they stand out. So even if they don't see the difference between the black and the blue, they can see that it's bold. And then it changes on hover, so there's like some kind of action that indicates that it can be clicked. Now this leads into our next one. When you want someone to click or do something, you need to make it super clear that they can. So make interactive things stand out. Back to your website. Think of the buttons on your website. Those need to be those need to stand out and be super easy to use. I often do this by making buttons look like, well, honestly, buttons. You want to use a contrasting background color and make it a box so it's really easy to know that this is something you can click on. The colors you choose for your button, so your background color and the, the color of the text within the button should follow color contrast best practices so that everyone can read what the button says and understand exactly what they're clicking on. Now, one of the best things I can recommend to you is to create a reference guide for yourself. You need to test your color combinations first and create this guide because you have probably already selected your brand colors and it takes just a few minutes to load up the WebAIM contrast checker and see which of your colors can be used on font colors on what backgrounds. So instead of trying to remember this offhand, you can create a simple guide. Um, I just set mine up as a free Figma board that I can you can reference whenever you need. Now this can look like, so I have an example in the show notes today. Um, if you go to cappedcoder.com forward slash 59, um, you can see how I have it set up where I have a box of the red for um, uh, one of my clients, and then I list out the hex codes that pass color contrast next to that of all of the brand colors. So I know exactly which color combinations I can use, and I have that reference for me so that we don't make a mistake and use something we shouldn't allow them, you know, we shouldn't use um, that wouldn't be, wouldn't pass accessibility guidelines. So you can create this guide and then use it any time you create content, whether you're doing that for your website, for your social media, for ads, so that the, no matter what you're putting out into the world, it's accessible and legible. Now, okay, at this point, you might be all thinking, <laughs> this sounds like a lot of work. Um, I promise it's not. It's you're sort of right. It definitely takes some time up front to ensure that you're creating accessible content, even with your colors. These contrast checking tools like WebAIMS make it really fast and simple so you know what you're doing and to do it efficiently and to do it well. Um, and while this should be enough to know that you're providing a good experience for all of your potential customers, you're also just following the law. Here in the States, ADA standards apply to not just physical locations, but to your website as well. And who has to follow these standards? Any business that is, quote, open to the public. 
that means yours, my friend. So while it can take you more time and might require some expert help to get your color combinations accessible, it prevents you from not only losing out on potential customers, but it protects your business from violating the law. Or worst case scenario, honestly, getting sued. Now, if you want to protect your business, let Captain Coder take a look. Our team provides website audits that look for and highlight issues like color contrast and provide you with solutions to make your entire website more accessible. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur or friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at captcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.